0: This is the Get Creative Podcast, highlighting real people doing real deals. Join Pace Morby as he normalizes the conversation about creative finance. And now, on to the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Get Creative Podcast. This is episode one of about 5,000 episodes. And there's a reason why I chose April Giuliano as our first guest. Not only is she incredibly special but she is one of the biggest action takers I've ever known in my life. And I honestly thought that she was just a fake fictitious person until I met her about a month ago. And she is absolutely every ounce of who she seems to be through a screen. She is an amazing person. She's out in the Jacksonville, Florida market with her husband, Mark, and they are absolutely crushing it. They've been in the real estate game, not a long time. Welcome to the show, April Giuliano.
1: Hi. Thank you. It's so good to be here with you guys.
0: So April, tell us your journey. Where are you? Where did you start in the real estate journey? Um, And that might have an attachment to maybe what you were doing before. What were you doing before? How did you find out about real estate? What was the thing that drove you into it? And then how did you get to where we are right now?
1: Okay. Gosh. Yes. So I've only been in real estate since about March Um, I am married to someone who has been in real estate um, his whole life in some way, shape, or form, Um, but we started our business together in March. Literally, we joined our first mentorship program, not yours, two weeks before the first shutdown.
0: (laughs) Oh, my gosh.
1: Right. So before that, I actually um, was a stay-at-home mom for five years. My son's going to be five Um, In December, and I have been in finance, I have owned restaurants, um, done, done a lot of things, built businesses. And so, you know, when we had decided to come into this, you know, I knew what I know what it takes to build a business, you know, it's, it's all about the hustle. So something very tragic had happened about a year before we decided to go into the wholesale real estate. Uh, My husband and I had been working on a project up in New Jersey where we were living in Florida, but we were working on a real estate project in New Jersey and had our, all our eggs in that one basket and everything kind of went sideways and we lost everything. Um, I'm sure a lot of people out there can understand that and empathize with that. And so for about a year, Um, we just were scrambling. Um, Mark was going from job to job, trying to kind of find our place in the world. Um, I'm staying home with the kids. I'm pregnant with our third baby. And we're just pretty devastated. And it just so happened that he had met someone along the way that was doing this wholesale real estate. Now I wholesaled financial products from 2008 to 2015. And so I found it very interesting that you could wholesale real estate. I never realized that you could do that. So we started looking into it and decided to join our first mentorship program two weeks before the first shutdown.
0: Perfect timing.
1: Right. So we really, we really didn't have um, much money um to work with and so we decided we didn't join we weren't with brett daniels but i had been watching his videos so i pulled up a cold calling script and i went out in the garage um we had just moved into a new house because we couldn't pay rent at our last house and so we had to leave that one and we had just moved into a new house where there's five of us and we're in a two-bedroom house, so there's not many places to go. So I went out into the garage and just picked up the dialer and started cold calling, literally for five hours a day, every single day.
0: And this is what time frame? This year?
1: Well, we we would do it. I would do it different times. Um, you know, in the no, morning. I mean
0: like, did you start doing the garage dialing in 2020?
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Wow. Okay. So, so I w- I want to highlight a couple things real quick. Yes you have built businesses before. So you know the ups, the downs, you know what it takes. It's not all about how much do I know. It's literally how hard you're willing to work because there's dozens and dozens of things that have to happen on a daily basis in order for a, bus- a business to actually grow. It's not like I just have a good idea and I put a little bit of work in and it happens. That, you bring up the word hustle. I love that. Then this year, You didn't have an office. In fact, you had to move away from where you were living Mm -hmm. because you couldn't pay your rent. So you move into, I believe the house you're in right now, right? Somebody in your church. And you're going to tell us that story. And instead of you saying, I don't have a garage, I don't have an office. I don't have a, this, I don't have a, that you just made it happen. You went out in the garage, you downloaded a free script from Brent Daniels, probably one of his websites, talktopeople.com or something along those lines. And you went out in your freaking garage and you started dialing five hours a day. Yep. Got it. Okay. Now I just wanted to make sure that nobody missed what you just said there because that's so powerful. There's a lot of people that reach out to guys like me, gals like you and say, Hey, I see what you're doing. Teach me. And you can only teach somebody so much because at, at some point they start coming up with excuses and you didn't let anything that you could justifiably use as an excuse stop you, which is amazing. You were out in the garage five hours a day for four months and couldn't get your first deal. Never. So well, that that's a good thing too. I I, I don't want to have to come back to this. I'm glad we, we we paused for a second. A lot of people, again, they want to jump into something and within two weeks they want to see absolute success. And look, sometimes that happens, whether you find the right program or something that resonates with your personality or whatever. But still, it comes down to putting in the work and having multiple breakthroughs. During that four months, at the very beginning of the four months, did you understand way less than you understood at the end of four months?
1: Oh, yes.
0: You had probably had multiple mental breakthroughs, like, oh, I get more about this business. I Then you were probably watching more Brent Daniels, you were watching more people, mm-hmm. more YouTube. And the person you were at the end of four months was definitely not the same person, right? At the, at the very was, beginning.
1: The, that time period, I think was the most invaluable time that I think I'll ever have in my career. Because I mean, I, I'm i doing this the rest of my life. I found the love of my life. And I'll never forget that four months. Um, it was hard. I There was a lot of tears, a lot of frustration, um, but I learned how to talk to sellers. And I created some thick skin and I learned so much about the real estate market. And, you know, having to go through that hard will just make you that much stronger, you know, in the end. And also when your success comes, because it will come, it's going to be that much better, you know, like that much more precious when that success does come because once the first deal came and we'll talk about that, it didn't stop and it hasn't stopped, but I also haven't stopped. Right. You, you can never, you never slow down. Never, ever, ever slow down. Keep moving forward. Keep doing it because the deals will come.
0: Love that. So you go four months, no deal. What month is this now? Are we still in March or where, where are we at now?
1: So we're in June. Okay. Okay. Now, during this time, I'm learning this whole wholesale real estate thing. And my husband, Mark, is now taking care of the kids full time. So I'm going out in the garage. He's taking care of the kids, which is a huge learning curve for him as well. You know, he's never been home with kids before. I mean, my husband's older. He's 52. So, you know, he's, he's home with these little babies and there's a lot of tears, a lot of hardship, but you know, we're going to make this work. This is it. Like, this is what we're doing. So he's learning too, and he's watching videos and he jumped on your 16 hour live. I remember. Wow. he, (laughs) He had you on all day. And I have to say, I refuse. I'm like, don't, I can't, I can't watch something different. I'm on one thing, yeah. you know, one thing. I can't learn something new, um, but I could hear it in, in the background and it was, it was going in and I was kind of hearing things. And um, so I have my very first seller appointment and I actually found these people off Facebook because while I'm cold calling, I'm driving for dollars I'm searching Facebook. I'm just kind of trying to like build those leads, find those leads any way that I can. And I'm talking to them. It's a husband and wife. It's the mother's house and she's going to be moving in with them. And they've got this house that is probably worth as is around 60000 and they owe sixty five. So at this point, everybody that had been coming to them, they were going to have to bring money to the closing table.
0: So yeah, probably really, like, probably at least 10,000 bucks, right? Something like that. I mean, or way more, because if it was only worth 60, they owed 65 in order for an investor to buy that. They'd probably want to buy this at like 30 to 35 grand, something like that, right?
1: Well, so I'm like wholesale, probably about 60.
0: Got okay, got As it. So the wholesale AMS price would AMS be six. This
1: particular house is about is about one fifteen.
0: Got it. Okay, got it. So a wholesaler comes in, gives them a sixty thousand dollars offer. Yes. These homeowners are sitting there in a situation, probably not having any money or very little, and every wholesaler that's offering them money is basically saying, "Give me five thousand dollars, and I'll buy your house." Exactly. Got it. Okay.
1: So I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm sitting there. And I had heard little snippets from your (laughs) 16 hour live. I I don't know what I'm doing. And I just said, okay, what if we do something creative? What if I give you $1,000 and you let me pay your mortgage? I'll come in and I'll do all the renovations And then when I sell it in a couple of months, that mortgage will be paid off. I don't know what I'm doing. That's all I said.
0: (laughs) That's all you need to say.
1: That's it. And they loved it. They were so thankful. They were like, great. So
0: what they probably heard is the person before you said, give me $5,000 and you left with them hearing, I'll give you a thousand dollars. So they basically made six, thousand dollars extra in order uh to go through you correct
1: exactly yep.
0: so They're what, what so you, you pitch them they get pumped what's the what happened next
1: so i i left and i immediately called mark and i'm like okay well i don't know what to do now and he said all right well we're going to get on the free creative facebook page so we went on the free creative facebook page and i just wrote up a little snippet about what i had that i needed some paperwork and that i needed someone to maybe like help guide me through the process and there was a guy from jacksonville who um immediately responded to me and we got on the phone he sent me the paperwork he kind of helped walk me through it i was able to go back and we did, it was a very easy transaction. And the guy who actually hooked me up with the paperwork and kind of helped him walk me through it also had a buyer for me. Wow. And the buyer, um, who now actually is my creative buyer has bought all my creative deals for me. This guy's probably going to make like $200,000 off me this year. He loves me. Wow. Um, <laughs> He came in and I got a $3,000 fee. So my first creative wholesale deal, and you know, $3,000 to me then was like a million bucks. Yeah. That was everything. That paid a whole month's worth of expenses for my family, food, rent, everything. And helped walk me through that whole deal. And it also, we put that money towards joining your mentorship. Oh, wow. Yep.
0: I would say that the, um, couple of things that I want, I want to highlight. Number one, you don't need a mentor to make this happen. You need to take action and you need to not be a person that says, I don't know how to do this. I'm not going to even try, right? You basically overheard my 16 hour live Mm -hmm. and you took snippets of it and you threw out a very basic pitch. You got the seller excited. What I love about that, here's the second point I want to bring up, is that nobody else before you had pitched this to the seller. So not only did you outperform the competition, but you helped a seller that nobody else was was even coming close to, right? Then you end up making $3,000, which is my third point, proof of concept. So now you've proved the concept of not only Wholesale, because you wholesale that, you assign that to your, your buyer, but also creative finance that you don't have to do it the traditional way. So here you are with a $3,000 check that might as well be worth a million dollars to you at that moment. Mm -hmm. But you got a $10 million education on one deal saying this is, this works. Like I can go help people and make money and completely obliterate my competition.
1: My first deal.
0: That's your first deal. So people, this is an interesting thing, April. People say to me, I'm going to start with wholesale because, you know, I just need to start with something really basic in order to get into the game. And I'm like, okay, but creative finance makes it so you're on a level where you have very little competition and you have way more tools in your belt. Wouldn't you rather start the business that way than be the person that's in the mud with every other wholesaler that only uses wholesale to acquire properties? What would you say to somebody that says, well, I wanna start with wholesale, not creative finance.
1: I would say that you're missing a big piece of your business because, you know, one of the things, so by the right now, what I have under contract and what's gonna close by the end of the year, not counting anything between now and the end of the year, I'm gonna do 40 transactions.
0: For wow. You.
1: Now, if I go back and I count out of those 40, Most of them are wholesale, not creative. However, the only reason why I got all those wholesale deals is because I was able to offer the seller more options and open up a conversation that they may not have had with me had I not been able to bring them something different. So you basically
0: extended the conversation from, let's say that wholesaler A goes into a home with a seller and they present one option. You go in after wholesaler A and you say, hey, yeah, I can do wholesale as well. My price is going to be somewhere around the same price. Maybe I can help with moving expenses or I can do this, that, or the other. However, what if we go this creative route? I might be able to get you more money if, if you're willing to wait a little bit of time. So you're extending the conversation, building more rapport, building more trust by giving them options. And ultimately, this is the craziest thing. You end up going the first route, which is wholesale, because they trust you more is what you're saying. Exactly. That's crazy. So what happened to this? What happened to the seller on the first deal? Where are they now?
1: So the seller, the mother moved in and, you know, moved in with the family. They text me and talk to me all the time. Um, the buyer, he went in and he renovated it, and he made like sixty sixty thousand dollars. He broke a record in that neighborhood. Wow! Um, was able to end up selling it. The ARV was one fifteen, but he sold it for like one forty. Wow! Yeah, crazy. I mean, you know, that's kind of how things are right now. But um, you know, and he actually has bought many. He's bought two more creative finance deals that were fix and flips that could not be wholesaled. And he just bought a novation agreement from me. So he's also learning how to do all this for me. He loves me. He wants to be my partner. I'm like, I'm not accepting partners.
0: (laughs) I love that. I absolutely love that. So (laughs) tell me, what about these transactions? Have you, have you used Rochelle? Has Rochelle helped you out with any of the paperwork along the way?
1: Oh yes. So, you know, If I, if I'm going to keep them for myself, I'm using Rochelle because there's a lot along the way that you need to learn. I mean, I could bring up a hundred examples of things that I've learned in the process with Rochelle that is super important and that you need to know that protects both yourself and the seller you know, there's a lot in this paperwork that the seller needs to understand that it protects them as well as the buyer. And there's all those nuances in there that I would have never known had it not been for Rochelle. Um, She's at, her and her team are absolutely unbelievable.
0: Thanks for pointing that out. I think people that are going to be listening to this podcast, they worry about paperwork, right? Paperwork is one of those big daunting things. And then also Just because I give you a loaded gun doesn't mean you know how to aim it, right? So basically, who Rochelle is and where she's come from in in terms of her experience in the real estate industry, Rochelle has come into our mentorship. Um, We ultimately have built a company called Constant Close, which Rochelle is the, the head of that company. And the purpose behind that is to take that burden off of the investor's shoulders of feeling like, Oh my gosh! I've got a loaded gun, meaning the paperwork, but I don't know how to explain it to the seller, right? Um, because again, when you first started in your first transaction, you told the seller, "Hey, how about this? I'll give you a thousand dollars to allow me to take over your payments, and then you can move, and I'll do something with it, and we'll pay it off in the in the next couple of months." And the seller goes, "Okay." So then you left the appointment, and the first thing you had to figure out was, "Where do I get this paperwork?" Right? So. Um, I know you don't use Rochelle for every transaction. I think that because of how many transactions you have going on, especially with wholesale and some novation agreements, you probably don't need to use Rochelle on every little thing. But how has the experience helped you in terms of not having to worry about every little particular detail regarding paperwork, what to explain to the seller, how to get a reinstatement, maybe how to stop a foreclosure, whatever it is that you've used Rochelle for, how has that helped you along in your journey?
1: Well, so the first, definitely the first three deals um, I used, Rochelle, because these were ones that I ended up keeping. One was a wrap, one's a loan modification, and one's, you know, again, a creative finance subject too. So I, you know, the first thing is, you know, I had no idea how to fill out any of this paperwork. And so she sends it to you all filled out. You just tell her what the deals are. I mean, what the terms are. And she sends it to you all filled out. And then she calls the seller. And however she does it, she works her magic. And the seller is like, okay, this is great. Um, because it can be scary looking at some of this paperwork. And, you know, what I've noticed is, you know, I have looked into buying some subject to creative finance deals from other wholesalers out there. And when you get that paperwork from them, it's scary because they have basically filled out a wholesale contract for a subject to transaction and they have explained nothing to the seller. And so then what happens is, You know, I'm going back and telling Rochelle, hey, Rochelle, we need to fix this. And we need to get the seller to re-sign some of this paperwork. And, you know, it can be a little tricky then because the seller already signed and they don't always know what's going on. Mm -hmm. So just to have Rochelle, even from the very first step, to go in and, you know, I always tell people, I am completely honest completely honest about what this paperwork is going to say. You want to be honest about everything. Because I'm telling you, if you're offering this seller something that no one else can, you know, people who have been trying to sell their home for a year, two years, three years, they're not going to care. They're going to be so happy that someone is helping them get out from under their problems that as long as you explain everything to them, and you're kind, and you're helping them move forward, then they're they're going to be happy to sign your paperwork. But you have to be completely honest, and I think that that's kind of what Rochelle Rochelle brings knowledge to the table for the seller.
0: So <laughs> Rochelle on with working with April. So when she was brand new and she was getting started. Um, What was it like working with her from a brand new perspective? Do you treat her the same way you would treat somebody like me? How does that relationship get started? If I am somebody that says, hey, I want to, I want to reach out, I need a Rochelle in my life. Should I be, should I worry that I'm not five years experience in real estate? And that's the only person that you, you work with? Or what does that look like?
2: Well, I think we're talking about April. So this is like the prime person to be talking about, because everything she does, she leads with her heart. And so, it, I mean, she's just, I don't know if you could compare her to so many other people. But the one thing that I really stood out to me with um, April is that she's willing to learn. She's willing to have those conversations. She's willing to Um, take the constructive hey let's do it this way or we need to do it that way so I feel like she comes into every scenario and I feel like that's a lot of what you know a lot of people can learn from her is just be willing to learn be willing to know how to do things like a different way and so it was for me a perfect match when I met her because I felt like our personalities fit I still feel like our personalities fit we've been trying to connect for a while but You know and i think that's the main thing is she came willing to learn open-minded and um, was able to let me guide her through different you know instructions of contracts and things that i do so i feel like working with her is always a joy and so that's um you know and like i said she's a prime person that we're talking about as far as like april but i i love her attitude her attitude i mean you can just tell with what you're asking her her type of attitude is willing to learn and to do things like that so I think that's the main thing: is being open and um, being being able to ask the questions. I get so many people that don't want to ask the questions and act like you know they know, but they need to hire someone. And she doesn't. She's very truthful and says, "Hey, what do I do about this? This is what I did, you know." And so I feel like her attitude, being able to ask questions and being able to take instructions, um, makes it so it's very easy to work with her. And then she picks up on things and she just runs with it. And and that why she's
0: meeting April. If I was somebody in the Jacksonville market, you are definitely somebody I would want to learn from. I would want to bring deals to. So here's what the, here's what the get creative podcast is all about. I, anybody that knows me, you guys hear the conversation about the 16 hour live that April and Mark found me on. Then I did a 25 hour live and people are like, how do you do that? And I say, well, because I have an addiction to talking and everything I do is super loquacious, super verbose. I it takes me an hour and a half to answer a question because I want to intermix storytelling and all that stuff. Get Creative Podcast is trying to limit itself to a 30 minute interval to highlight a hero in the creative finance realm. So what we're going to do is we're going to end this podcast and then we're going to leave the last, we're going to do an extra 10 or 15 minutes just for the sub two mentors, mentorship students. And we're going to ask April, what she wished she knew before the mentorship, what she learned during the mentorship. Um, And we're going to save that for the sub two students. But before we end the podcast, it's going to go on YouTube, it's going to go on um, iTunes, it's going to go on Spotify. April, what what would you give two pieces of advice to somebody that's an aspiring real estate investor hasn't done their first deal yet? What would they always ask? Everybody says, How do I get started? what would be your answer to getting started and maybe a couple of tips along the way?
1: So you don't have to join a mentorship, but to me, investing in yourself is going to return millions. So I I have always done this in all my businesses. I always have a mentor. That is to me, the number one most important thing in starting a business. And also, I mean, Pace, I know you have mentors, you know, and and you, you know, you would, people would say you've made it, but you wouldn't say that about yourself, right? You're always learning, always growing, no matter where you are. I would join a mentorship. And the other thing, never give up. I think that is what I heard in the beginning um, when I was, when I joined my first mentorship that has stuck with me, never, never give up. Consistency, persistency, the deals will come, just keep going, just keep Were there
0: going. ever any moments in your garage, your <laughs> makeshift office, were there any moments that you were like, this isn't gonna work? At least the self-talk, did you have any of those thoughts go through your brain?
1: So of course, because I'm human, but I also know from past experience that that's not an option for me. Right. So anytime that those things creep into your head, it, you have to tell yourself it, it's not true. It is, it is not true. I don't care where you are in the country. There's no market too saturated. There's no marketing channel too hard or text, whatever it is. There's no such thing. Just keep moving forward. Never give up because it's not true. It will work.
0: So if I'm brand new and I'm watching this podcast and we will get more and more and more views as the years go on, how should I reach out to you? What's the best place to reach out to you?
1: So Instagram or Facebook.
0: Okay. And your Instagram, I'll put it when, when we post this, I'll put it across the screen, but it is at April N as in Nancy, the initial N Julian, Juliano 1221. Is that correct? Yes. And if you change your Instagram name, because you might want to change it to like the creative queen of Jacksonville, Florida, Instagram handle, If for some reason she changes her Instagram handle between now and whenever you're watching this, her email is apriljuliano1221 at gmail.com. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, so Juliano is J-U-L-I-A-N-O.
0: If I was going to reach out to you, what I would do is I would say, let's say I'm a brand new investor. And when I first started, I had a hard time finding people that wanted to help. And one of the main reasons why I wanted you as the first guest, we've had students do, we've had hundreds and hundreds of students do their first deal and multiple deals, but you're special. You're special because you're an action taker. You're special because of something that Rochelle highlighted, which is you have a heart of gold. And honestly, when I first started seeing you and talking to you, I was like, this, there's no way this girl is real. I legitimately thought that. And it wasn't until I saw your actions and I saw all the value you bring to people in the most selfless way. I'm like, I I, I want to be around this woman. She's unbelievable. And um, I feel the same way about your husband. The thing I should tell everybody is that I even wanted to partner with you in a business in Jacksonville. It ended up not working out. You guys want to go out on your own. But that tells you the type of person that you are is that People that have been in this business a long time doing a lot of deals are looking to partner with you. So if I'm brand new, guys, if you're a brand new wholesaler, you want to learn creative finance. You want to be better at wholesale. You want to help, you want help finding buyers. You want to, you want help talking to sellers. April is the woman to reach out to. We've already given you her email and her Instagram name. We'll put it across the screen so you guys can see it. Reach out to it to her, whether it's 2020 or 2025, reach out to April, she will still be crushing this business. April, thank you so much. Thanks for listening to the Get Creative Podcast. The full unedited podcast is available to Sub2 students. Visit sub2.com to apply. If you enjoyed this content, like, subscribe, and share with your friends.